Come home to where the music is all yours. You're listening to the So Bay Party Mix on Bay FM 100.3 and that was a great band, The Baby Breaks with Daylight Saver. Great rock track. Oh, gotta love it. Well, we chose that one because it's one of the favourite artists of our next guest. Yes, very very exciting. Very exciting indeed because in studio for his own musician's journey, we have... Cadenac joining us. Hello. How's it going, guys? Hello, hello. Now, um, do we call you Dylan or Cadenac? Either or, I respond to both. Okay, great. Good to know. Right. Excellent. Good to know. You've been described as a, I have to I have to read out this quote because it's such a good one. Oozing the charm of a '90s boy band dipped in a delicious sugar pop sound. It's pretty nice, isn't it? Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a wonderful description. You've been incredibly busy. I have. You've been all around the place, but for listeners that aren't familiar with your music, how would you describe it? So I always use the terms like fresh, colourful, youthful, that kind of stuff, because the music I really enjoy listening to and the music that I really enjoy writing is exactly that. It's happy, it's poppy, it's, uh, it's feel good, and it just gets your heart started. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, because when I knew this interview was happening, you know, we do our research, we listen to the music, and I was immediately hit with that sense of, like, this belongs in a coming-of-age movie or something. Yeah. It's got that really (laughs) fun, youthful feel to it. I love it. It's really, really great stuff. Thank you. Very catchy. And, of course, um, Lights of Tokyo, which is one of your recent singles. Yes, has been in the new music rotation here at the station for some time. Which is great. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) You're very welcome. Very welcome Mm. indeed, because we love supporting local music. And how long have you been playing for? Just over 10 years, more than 10 years maybe. Right. Um, You know, not as Cadillac, but just as a musician. You know, I've been into music since I was a kid, probably as early as I can remember before I could even talk. I was doing the air guitar. You know, we've always had... We've always had the radio playing. There's always been some form of music blasting in my ears. Uh, there's not really a dull second if I'm not making the music, I'm listening to it. You know, if I'm yeah. cooking, doing mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So music for me has always been in the blood, but like as a stage performing musician, probably 10 years. Great. Ooh, okay. Uh, decade in the biz. Decade. <laughs> Full decade. That's a big... You, could, you could call it a career, but it's uh, stop, start, stop, start with lots of different bands, you know, drumming... That's playing a the career. bass, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, that's a career. I'd I'd claim it. Yeah, it's good fun. Excellent. Oh, for sure. It's more memories than it is a career. Yes. Okay, right. And that's right. what's important. I'm very curious, actually, what you value, Dylan. Um, do you find the most, oh, how would you describe, euphoria from either performing? Is it the way that writing your music helps you feel? Is it the response you get back from people listening? Or what do you enjoy most about it? For me, it's the live performance. You know, I've always looked up to artists when I've gone and seen them live and you know it seems like an attention thing the the reaction they get from the crowd when Mm. you know people are Mm. really into it you know not that I want people to cry when they listen to my music but like when you see someone in the crowd that just can't do anything they just all they can stand there is in you know this is radio so you can't see me but their jaws on the floor they just stand there and listen yeah and that's kind of what i want people to do when they they see me live and we're not really at that stage yet where we're performing stadiums where the sound just erupts into your body and you can't do anything but Mm. listen um you know but at this at this stage i want people to you know come to the music uh hear it and go wow that 
resonates with me. I really enjoy that. That's very funky. It makes me move and that's what it does to me. So I hope it does it to you. Well, while we're talking about live performing, shall we get you to grab the guitar? Absolutely. We're going to have an acoustic version oh, yes. of Lights of Tokyo. And if you, of course, you're always tuned into Bay FM, so you, you've heard it before. I've definitely got to say, before I play this, um, it was a surprise to me. You know, I, I sent Lights of Tokyo into you guys. You know, I didn't really know anything had happened with it. And then my mate who listens to Bay FM at work, he sent me a video. He's like, is this you? This can't be your song. It's on Bay of- <laughs> And he's, he sent me a video and I'm like, no, nah, that's my song. That's my yes! song. And he was Aww. like absolutely stoked about it. It was hilarious. Awesome. And so every time it plays now, he sends me a video. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a lot of videos. It is. It's on high rotation. Yeah. So it's, um, I just thought that was really funny. But yeah, no, it impacts people when they hear someone that they know. Like he is my best mate. So I'm not saying he's a fan, but... He, um- I'm sure he's a fan as well as a best mate. <laughs> he's come to so many gigs. I'm sure he's over it at this point. Well, he keeps coming back. He does. Yeah, and as, as I'm sure many people will. Standing outside of a bar Halfway around the world I couldn't speak a word Cause when I looked at her, my heart fell fluent, fluent, yeah. But the room was much too far. Rice one on your lips from back at the bar. With some motors in the back of his taxi. Songs we both don't know Running wild in a city after this show Kissing under the lights of Tokyo
very nice. Love that. Love that indeed. That's brilliant. What, Good job. Yeah, what immediately sticks out to me, Dylan, is uh, I find a lot of singers, when they sing, if they're Australian, they will go into an American accent. Mm-hmm. But I noticed in that song, you sort of keep your Australian accent in there. I try to. It's bad for singing in terms of vowel placement and all that kind of stuff. You kind of have to inevitably go the American mm, because okay. it actually is better for singing. But, you know, I like I like where I'm from. I like how I sound and... It gives me a bit of a point of difference from everybody else. I don't want to sound like everybody else. And, you know, as much as I can, I try to keep it without it being, without it interfering too much with how I can sing. Um, Mm. I feel like I've found a nice balance. Definitely. And and you collaborate with artists that certainly do the same thing. Oh, yeah. uh, Regurgitator with Pete Murray. Yeah. And... Did you open for Pete Murray on his latest tour? I did, yes, on the Brisbane uh, Leg of the Journey, which was at the Fortitude Music Hall. Great gig? Absolutely. Like, I, I'm i going to tell a sob story here. Please do. I, um, earlier that week, myself and my dog were attacked. Oh, oh, wow. So, my dog went and got surgery. I ended up in hospital for three days. Um, having surgery on my hands, I had stitches in both my left and right hands, basically meaning I couldn't really do anything. Mm. And this was six days out from the show and I've gone, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to let this stop me. Everyone around me, like not to throw them under the bus, but everyone's like, oh, you can't do it. You're like, you're going to have to pull out now. If we're going to pull out, it has to be now. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not pulling out. Are you kidding? There's two and a half thousand people there. Yes. Um, so uh, on the night, the time came, uh, I got out of hospital the Friday and the show was Saturday. <laughs> wow. Uh, so surgery, mind you, not just yeah. like just chilling. Like I had surgery. I went under. The show was Saturday. Everyone spent the whole day kind of freaking out a little bit, being like, are you, are you actually going to be able to do this? Uh, so the time came. It was 7 o'clock, and I'd taken an intense amount of painkillers. Yes. And I'd just like, you know, I did pop some stitches, by the way. Um, mm. I, you know, I, I basically got my hands and to make this one was all covered. So I only had to do this. This was my yep. strumming hand, you know, yes. just move up and down uh, this hand. Basically, I couldn't really move it in any direction. So basically when I got there, I just kind of like bent it into shape and then just kept yep. it there. <laughs> Stuck there. Um, but we, we played as well as we could, you know, right. myself and my drummer who was on the cajon, we had a great time. It was amazing. He was absolutely blown away. He had, he'd never performed in front of that many people. So he was scared. Oh, um, what a moment. But it was awesome. And, you know, we played well. We got off the stage. It hurt a lot. But, you know, now I have that story to tell. And then we got to watch Pete Murray play. And he is phenomenal. Yeah, he is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know, he is one of those artists a rare breed of artists where you listen to his work and somehow he's better live. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen him live a couple of times and he's always been incredibly impressive. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that, except, you know, the, the bending the, the wrist into play, uh, popping the stitches. It's, yeah. Oh, that makes my stomach turn. But well done you. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. I did. It's didn't, commitment. I did have to live with the consequences afterwards, where I spent two weeks with my finger that wouldn't close properly. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I mean, yeah. So glad you're better now. But I am. Well, look, the hands worth, move. You can't. You can't end. see it on the radio, but the hands work. So it's they all work. good, guys. It's we a can happy confirm ending. the we hands work. Confirm. Yes. Well, so glad you're better now. So glad mm. you're able to sing such a brilliant acoustic version of Lights of Tokyo. That's a 
just love it. I love it. I yeah. love an acoustic version of a song that you haven't heard before. Yeah. It's not yeah. officially released. Someone's like, oh, I'll just do a cover of my original. Yeah. yeah. Completely love it. changes the mm-hmm. feel of the song. I yeah. love yeah. it so much. Well, actually, if you did enjoy that, like three or four days ago, it actually did drop on Spotify. Oh. Well, there you go. We are spoiled. Tune in now. If you are listening to the interview on Spotify, flip across. Find your search bar. Yes, that's the one. Find the search Find bar. Find the search bar. Type in Katanak, yeah. K-A-T-A-N-A-K. And it, just stream the entire discography. Let's be real. That'd be great. And muchly appreciated. Support. Yes. Local artists, we've told you before and we'll say it again definitely on this program, we love supporting local artists. And we appreciate it. Looking at, again, how busy you are, Mm -hmm. Cairns Festival, Rockhampton Festival, Calandra Chill Out Festival, Um, you played the Brisbane Festival last year. One, I want to know, do you prefer indoor or outdoor gigs? And what would one of your favourite gigs that you've actually done been? So... I've done a lot of gigs and the one that really stood out to me as the best and to answer that question, I love outdoor stages. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like there's more energy. You know, we haven't really performed in front of like thousands of people, uh, you know, outside, but it still feels great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just performed at the FIFA Women's World Cup halftime show um, at South Bank. Great. On the uh, the Australia versus France, you know, the one with yeah. the world record long penalty shootout. Ah, mm. uh, <laughs> right. Yes. So we, we performed the halftime show and that was incredible. It was literally a packed house, like thousands of people were around. Um, not there for us specifically, but, but it, it was nice. Uh, you can claim that, I think. Um, and so my favorite show I've played was actually after that game. So... We're standing there watching the shootout and that last goal goes in. The crowd absolutely loses it. Everyone's screaming. They're going absolutely nuts and they go, get on the stage now. You're performing. You have 10 minutes. So we jump on the stage and we perform three songs to, you know, 500 to 1,000 people that have just absolutely lost their minds at the fact that Matildas have beat France in a World Cup. And um, that was incredible. Wicked night. That would have been fantastic. The energy in that stadium would have been electric. I, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Probably because it involves sport. Well, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. I'm just trying to imagine how you control those sort of emotions and that high energy in such a spur of the moment situation. You just do it. Do what comes to you. Just got to go That's for it. it. You know, you just kind of almost like a shark attack in a way you just glaze over the eyes go backwards you just let the performance take over you know you don't if you if you stop and think you'll mess up yeah that's true yeah Fair. very true very okay true. that's awesome mm, good advice too. yeah so we're gonna listen to a couple more of your songs now i've got uh take us back way down and sunday yes now is there any particular one of these that stand out to you that it's that you want to tell us the, the story behind I mean, Take Us Back is my favorite song that we play uh, and that I've written. It's, it was originally written about wanting to go back to being a kid, how great it was to basically not have any responsibilities. I'm sure we all, every human on earth shares that sentiment, how mm. great it was to not have to go to work yeah. and, and do that kind of stuff. So uh, it, um, it's, it's been an absolute journey with that song because it started out 
as as that message and then we dropped it literally like the week COVID happened uh so we didn't get to play it live we didn't get to do anything wow. for like two years um except for like tiny little acoustic shows mm-hmm. and it kind of just blew up on spotify it's got close to like three hundred thousand plays which is awesome oh. you know so that song is our most popular song and it's uh the journey of that song that I've loved, it means the most to me because we filmed the music video in my best mate's garage, which is where I spent literally all my time as a kid. Wow. Um, Perfect. You know, I was over at his place almost every other day, every other weekend. And, um, you know, so that meant a lot to me and to put it in visuals and to have it in the song. It's great. You know, it means something to me as well as everyone else that would listen to it. Awesome. And there is new music on the horizon that's probably going to be coming out next year. There's yep. a new EP. It's going to be coming. a lengthy process. Great. But to get updated on that, you've got to follow Katanak Music on the socials, Instagram, Absolutely. Facebook. Facebook. Great. I am on Twitter, but I don't do much with it. I, norm- I normally just post little updates rather than anything constructive. You know, yeah. people love to chat on there and post their things. I don't do that. No, no. we don't need yeah. that. Um, <laughs> or you can just go to the website, Katanak Music. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we very much appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you having me, guys. Oh, Thank you so oh. much. Anytime. Anytime, indeed. And this is Take Us Back on the So Bay Party Mix on Bay FM 100.3. More variety, more music. BayFM.org.au